Hello, and you are listening to another episode of The Naked Nerd. How are you doing, naked peeps? I myself have been doing mostly okay. I've been trying to keep myself uh, very safe because of the number of COVID cases that have been rising over the last couple of weeks. Uh, we started with a, a few hundred, and now we're up to about 6,000 per day, uh, at least in the last couple of days, and that has been frightening. Uh, but also, uh, I'd like to just say that I hope everyone has had a safe Merry Christmas or Happy Holiday, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or whatever holiday that you celebrate, uh, or no holiday. I wish that you all have been safe in these last couple of weeks. Um, yes, um, because it has been a bit of a a bit of a whirlwind situation, a bit of a roller coaster. I think one might put it. Where we basically, uh, here in Australia, we thought that we were going to be safe um, because of the amount of vaccines that uh, we uh, we all have been taking, uh, well, most of us, uh, and all the uh, precautions that we've been taking. Uh, we didn't really factor in uh, any p- uh, potential outbreaks uh, to soar to such high levels of numbers. Um, but now because of those numbers, uh, things such as QR codes and, uh, mandatory mask wearing indoors have been put back in place, which I think it's a good step, but I think it's a step that is a bit late. Um, but the other thing that's been, uh, uh, mandated is the booster shot. So if you are eligible for the booster shot, make sure that you get it because I believe the, uh, I believe Atagi have changed the uh, eligibility from five months to four months. So, if you're eligible, go get the booster. Now, to start off this episode, I'd like everyone just to take a moment. Take a moment out of your life. Uh, Take a moment, sit down. If you're listening to this podcast, take a moment, uh, strip off, and maybe have a bit of a lie down, maybe stand up. Whatever you feel comfortable doing right now, just uh, do it. But I want you to repeat this particular phrase and this phrase that I've been using for the last few episodes. So take a moment and repeat after me. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. It is okay for my body to look like this. Now, I want you to take that moment. I want you to take that moment, uh, whether it be for a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, but I want you to get that message into your head, everyone, because it is a very important message. Um, It's a message that I want to amplify all over the world, especially as I want to get back to a place where I am very comfortable. I mean, I am comfortable with my body in terms of how I feel about it. It's just I want to be able to reinvigorate that particular uh, message. And I want you to get that uh, into your mind, everyone. Um, But with that in mind, uh, no pun intended, um, with that in mind, um, if this is your first venture into the nature's community, well done. 
if this is the first uh, time that you've decided to take your clothes off and to feel comfortable about your body, give yourself a bit of a clap. Tap yourself on the shoulder and just be happy about being comfortable with your body. If this is your first time listening to the, uh, to the Naked Nerd, welcome. Um, I hope that you're able to enjoy other episodes like this from here on in. Um, but to start off uh, today's episode, I like to talk about Christmas. Um, specifically, Christmas gifts. Now, no one more than me has had issue about giving gifts uh, specifically about thinking about what type of gift to give. Now, I know it's a bit late in the game, but this is something that I hope will set you up for next year. Now, giving gifts. How does one do it? Do, do you uh, particularly take the time to give gifts to people for Christmas or uh, for whatever holiday you celebrate? Do you take that time or do you just think, oh, you know... I'll give them a random cup and they'll like, they'll basically like it. Uh, mind you, I do love my mugs and cups. Um, hint, hint. <laughs> but um, the point is, do you think about how you give the, those particular Christmas uh, gifts? Um, I'd like to know because I do have a few stories to tell you. Um, so, uh, when I was little... Uh, particularly uh, between the ages of 8 and 10, my family would give me, uh, well, not all of them, but quite a few of them would give me beach towels. And uh, for those couple of years, and I never understood why they gave me beach towels. Because as a kid, and you can't fault kids on this, all kids want at that age, and particularly during the 90s, is toys. All they want is toys. All they want is something to be able to have and to say oh this is my toy um but at the ages of uh between eight and ten all i got was beach towels particularly from uh, family members who kind of already i knew that i liked certain things um and i know this sounds like a bit of a whinge but uh, let's face it when you're a kid you don't necessarily think oh i want you know a shirt or i want a beach towel or i want uh goggles for Christmas and that's because at that age as a kid it's all about you you don't really think about the bigger picture you don't necessarily think about uh the time it took for those particular family members to actually think about giving you that beach towel and the reason why I brought this up is because um I've actually been on the other end of giving uh my nephews and nieces presents um, and think about what they want, um, because I'm the type of, uh, uncle that thinks about what my, my nephews and nieces like, uh, whether it be the stereotypical, uh, uh, fire trucks and Lego and, um, action figures or Barbie dolls, or if it's something that's something that appeals to them, um, whether it be Star Wars or something out of, Harry Potter, or even Pokemon, um, although I might be slightly uh, biased towards myself because it's stuff that I also like my, myself, but my point is, I've been at that other end of the gifting of presents for kids because I've had to, and 
I don't really want to give him a beat sale, but uh, I know of people who've actually had that idea of, you know what, that could be useful for them, but also could be useful for the parents. Um, and it's also got me thinking about the time that it actually does take to buy presents and actually think about it properly. Um, because we all have that one relative that does give you a beach towel. And we also have that one relative that will always give you something that you'll always remember. For me, it was my first keyboard, well, piano, that uh, my auntie gave me because uh, she knew that I liked the feeling of playing on a keyboard. I never knew what I was doing, of course, but I always remember uh, uh, the sound of it and I always the, have that feeling of being able to play it. Um, but it also got me thinking about how people give presents in general. Like, do you take the time to uh, buy someone a present? Or do you have a secret Santa where people basically tell you, hey, I, I don't mind having a bottle of wine or I like the taste of chocolate or I, I like something out of uh, fiction uh, or I like reading, stuff like that. Do you actually take the time to actually give a present? Um, because I do have a bit of a story and this is something that happened to a friend of mine, uh, but it actually affected their friend, uh, and their friend's family. So my particular friend, uh, is an, in well, was an international student, uh, and one of the things that they, uh, loved was being able to go to the beach. Well, they loved Australia, they loved the, the climate, but going to the beach for them was a bit awkward for them because they always felt very awkward about being able to go to the beach because uh, most of the people who went to the beach were either ripped or a little bit judgmental. And it's something that they had to deal with uh, for uh, their duration of study. Um and whenever someone asked them, hey, would you like to go to the beach? Uh, they would just flat out say, uh, no, thank you. Or, or would uh, look with a bit of a uh, emotional disgust. Um, but back to the actual story. So this friend of mine um, was invited to their friend's uh, Christmas uh, family event. Uh, and... Uh, this particular friend of theirs uh, knew uh, that they didn't like going to the beach, but also knew that they loved uh, reading certain classics. I believe the gift that uh, they were planning on actually giving uh, my friend was George Orwell's 1984, and I think it was a, a particular edition of it. Um, but uh, as a joke present... They got my friend a beach towel. And um, this is what happens when uh, joke presents go wrong. And it kind of did. Because what ended up happening uh, was that uh, my friend <laughs> ended up getting this towel and being like, is, is this meant to be funny or something? And, um, to add context to this particular event, um, my friend had actually, 
had a bit of a breakup uh, about three weeks beforehand, and their state of mind was not necessarily the best for for jokes, and yeah, uh, stuff went crazy, or as the kids say today, cray cray. There was a bit of a shouting match. Uh, my friend's friend tried to calm my friend down. Uh, the family uh, of my uh, my friend's friend was basically trying to put the, uh, put everyone at peace and be like, "Hey, let's, let's like settle down. It's like nothing to worry about." But essentially, and. Slightly funny, but slightly not funny. Uh, my friend ended up not talking to this particular friend for a good couple of years. Um, while they patched things up, uh, that particular moment where they received this particular jokey present, even though it wasn't necessarily a jokey present uh, uh, that was unfunny, uh, but it yeah, it just really uh, questioned how people do joke presents in general. Because um, I have given my uh, my friends and family a few joke presents uh, now and then, but uh, but most of the presents that, uh, that I, I would consider to be jokey have been inside jokes between myself and my friends and something that was tasteful and not something that could potentially cause a family incident uh, and particularly banning someone from inviting other people to their family Christmas party. Um, but yes, at the end, uh, they did make up, but it did get me thinking. Um, has there any been, has anyone ever had something like that happen to them? Or has anyone ever been given a gift that they didn't necessarily like? Um, or, have you ever been given a gift that you thought, oh, um, thank you, I'll, I'll, I'll cherish it dearly, but you really don't? Um, because I've had that happen to me, and I'm pretty sure that's happened to you. Um, the other thing, particularly with gifts, sometimes this happens, is the regifter. Um, and this has happened to me, and this has happened to, uh, to friends of mine as well, uh, where... <sighs> I actually bought, and this is actually something that's actually happened to me. I bought a cologne for one of my cousins, and I end up getting that regifted back to me, and for Christmas. Um, it turned out that they forgot that I gave them that particular gift, um, and let's just say that we didn't speak to each other for a good a month. Um, because when it comes to regifting, you have to make sure that you remember who gave you that particular gift. Um, and regifting is, it is allowed, but it should not be with, uh, people who know who gave you that particular gift. Like I've regifted certain things that I've received, but I've made sure that uh, the person that actually gave me that particular that particular gift isn't necessarily involved in uh, the festivities that I've been invited to. Um, but I think uh, regifting itself 
shouldn't really be happening. I try and use everything that I do get gifted. I do. I really do. Because um, when people do take the time to give you a, a, a something that they think you will like, it actually feels much more important. But the gifts that keep on giving, have you ever actually received a bad gift? Have you ever received a gift that you accidentally regifted? I would actually love to know because uh, I think the notion of uh, giving or regiving or making uh, joke presents, it's, it's something that is rarely talked about these days. Um, and not just for Christmas, also, also for birthdays. I'm going to open it up to that. So please let me know. Um, and speaking of giving, I actually like to give people a bit of a shout out. I'd like to give some thanks to uh, quite a number of people on my uh, Twitter and my Instagram for wishing me a happy birthday uh, because I did turn 35 and to be honest, I was kind of scared of turning 35. Uh, but people have been more than supportive uh, about me turning 35 and basically reassured me that it's just, it just keeps on going. It just, uh, it, it's just something that happens. Turning 35 isn't such a big deal. And people have made me feel uh, good about that. Um, and I'd like to give all my uh, Twitter followers who've actually sent me messages and uh, and basically everyone on my Instagram page and everyone on my Facebook page a bit of a shout out. So I hope that you all are doing very well. Um, speaking of shout outs, um, so... If you are in a mood for a bit of a change in podcasts and want to listen to some reviews, um, a good friend of mine has actually uh, launched their very own podcast. Um, and it's something that I think many people should start following because um, it's actually a very good podcast. And it details some reviews about a particular uh, shows in the theater. And when I'm talking about theater, I'm not talking about like, uh, opera. I'm talking about the theater. I'm talking about, uh, shows like, uh, Jagged Little Pill, the Alanis Morissette more, uh, musical. I'm talking about, uh, people who inspire musicals, uh, like Soddenheim. Um, so let me talk about this particular podcast. So, um, it is done by a friend of mine called Justin, and he actually uh, does his podcast really well. It's called Theatre Thoughts, and it is available on Spotify. Um, but if you want to uh, go follow him, I'll leave the details on my description of the show. But go follow him on Facebook at Theatre Thoughts Oz, and that's Oz spelled with A-U-S. Um but please, uh, the Theatre Thoughts podcast is on Spotify. So I would definitely, uh, definitely to, uh, recommend for everyone to have a listen to it. Because I have, and I actually think uh, the way he uh, reviews uh, certain things and actually gives a bit of a tribute to Soddenheim, who recently passed away, uh, it's actually quite, quite uh, well presented. And... I would highly recommend it. So please, please listen to Theatre Thoughts or the Theatre Thoughts podcast. Now, 
moving on. What is going to happen this summer? Well, I was hoping to go visit a couple of uh, nature's clubs and and nature's resorts. Um, But given the uh, current state we are in in the pandemic, um, I'm probably going to hold off uh, a little bit longer. Um, I might just hold that off uh, until everything is uh, more settled. Um, I'm waiting for case numbers to really come down, even though it keeps being said that we really shouldn't be focusing on the case numbers, but more on hospitalization numbers. I still feel that, particularly because of, of my own uh, circumstances, that I I shouldn't really venture out to too many places. And that's not to say that the people who uh, run uh, the nature's resorts in clubs uh, don't have those precautions taken uh to protect ourselves from uh, the virus spreading. Uh, It's just that because of my own circumstances, I don't want to be the reason why my family gets sick. And I think uh, it's not being scared. It's more about being uh, cautious. Um, But I am going to try my best to get to those places uh, as much as I can. Um, But... Basically, my plan this particular summer is to, one, to really get to know my body a little bit more. Even if it means just going to the gym just to be able to exercise a bit better, um, to go for more walks. Um, Which brings me to my next point, because I actually wanted to talk about this before the new year. Um, New Year's resolutions. Now, I talked about this in, in an earlier season of... Uh, the podcast, um, but New Year's resolutions, I feel like it's something that needs to be revisited because one, I feel that resolutions limit people to a particular year and two, I feel that certain resolutions should be lifelong rather than just be like, hey, I plan on losing weight um, uh, in the next year. It's something that should be lifelong and I'd like to present to you uh, something that I think would be beneficial to everyone. So, uh, instead of knees resolutions, i like to present you guys with lifelong resolutions. And basically, it's a technique that uh, I feel that should be used more often. Present yourself with... Uh, Things that you absolutely want, but are willing to work on it for the rest of your life. Whether it is to stay healthy, or to lose uh, a bit of weight, or whether it is to be more comfortable with yourself. Stuff like that should be, uh, well, let me phrase, should not be restricted to a year. It should be a lifelong goal to maintain yourself, not to simply limit yourself. Because, unfortunately, when you set... Uh, news resolutions what tends to happen is day one you set the resolution and then day two you completely forget about it um and this is something that i've noticed when i've done it and this is something that i've noticed when other people have done it for example uh, i used to know a friend who wanted to quit smoking and that was their news resolution their news resolution was hey i'm going to quit smoking and uh, they started on January 1st. Uh, they said, 
I'm not going to have a cigarette. I'm not going to have a cigarette. I'm going to try and do this cold turkey. Um, which I definitely wouldn't recommend because it doesn't work 100% of the time. Um, because within that week, so uh, June, so June, so January 1st, they decided to stop smoking. By January 9th, they were smoking and not only did they uh, continue to smoke, but they smoked more. And um, it got to a point where they were losing quite a bit of money just on buying cigarettes. Um, so, the, what they ended up doing, instead of uh, setting themselves up for failure again and again, what they ended up doing was uh, setting a, a time where they got to think about how they were smoking and why they were smoking. Uh, setting themselves uh, more for the understanding of why they were smoking rather than just saying, hey, I'm going to stop smoking altogether. And it's something that should be thought about as a process and not just for smoking, but for anything really. For example, if you want to stop overeating, you can't just simply say, hey, I'm going to stop eating junk food and be done with it. I mean, some people do, but it's not necessarily realistic for a lot of people because uh, sugar and salt are very, very tasty. And uh, let's face it, uh, who doesn't want, unless you're a vegan or vegetarian, who doesn't want a slab of meat or a cheeseburger or fries and uh, everything that tastes of joy? Um, But realistically, what you should be doing is setting uh, a time in your life uh, or within uh, a set amount of time to reflect upon what you should be doing rather than say, hey, I'm going to stop doing this and then I'm going to try and do this for the next six months. It's something that should be worked upon and something that should be realistic. Um, yes, you should you should aim to do uh, certain uh, things like stopping certain habits, but it's something Thing that you shouldn't really set a limit to. It should be a lifelong uh, resolution. So lifelong resolutions, how to actually uh, go about it. So one, set yourself a realistic goal. And when I say realistic, something that can be measured and something that you think you can actually do. Because simply saying, uh, hey, I'm going to stop smoking, um, cold turkey it's not realistic you actually have to say i'm going to try and reduce the amount of smoking so i can stop smoking um it has it sounds slightly better but it gives you that uh moment to be able to reflect upon uh what you should be doing rather than just say hey i'm gonna stop smoking um also set up some mini goals in conjunction with that resolution. So if you want to stop smoking, um, start with something small, like I'm going to try and stop smoking for a day and see how that affects me. Um, and if you actually take that moment to think about that, uh, that way of how you stop smoking, um, you actually develop a bit of a process. 
The other thing you should also be doing is thinking about uh, what other ways can I do to stop a certain habit. Now, using smoking again as an example, for ex- for example, uh, you should say something along the lines of, okay, I am going to stop smoking, but to actually stop smoking, I'm going to use maybe nicotine gum or maybe use a nicotine patch or maybe see a doctor about ways to prevent me from smoking again. Um, so setting yourself a goal, but actually setting yourself a process of how to actually go about it, it's more beneficial. Um, the other thing is, it should be a lifelong goal. So when I was saying to everyone, don't be restricted to a year, um, because in a year, things can change. Things can absolutely change. Um, I know a friend who uh, ended up uh, wanting to uh, really change their lives by going to the gym and making sure that they were healthy, but they overdid it. They overdid it because they didn't understand that uh, certain uh, things like lifting weights and uh, doing certain exercises, they involve... uh, a certain amount of discipline, but also involve uh, more practice than anything else. Because when you uh, set yourself a goal, it also has to be realistic. For example, uh, actually, no good friend of mine um, who wanted to lift weights and actually wanted to lift a certain amount of weights, but they actually took the time and and established. Uh, their routine in lifting weights by starting off small and not big very quickly because if you start off too big too fast you're going to end up uh, with injuries particularly with weights uh, and you're also going to end up not being able to uh, have that proper routine and that brings me to another thing have a routine in place if you don't have a routine in place uh, something that's structured and something that you're able to set yourself, um, it's not going to end very well. And I'm going to use myself as an example. So a couple of years ago, I decided to do a 100-day challenge where I gave up sugar and junk food and anything that had high fats. And the first couple of weeks were really... Uh, uh, trisome because and tiresome because of the amount of cravings I got the cravings I got were astronomically huge like there was at one point where I thought I could smell a cheeseburger in my room but it turned out I was having just these massive hallucinations of of senses and I wasn't really setting myself any any sort of like long-term goals I mean, I ended up doing 100 days, but I didn't really give myself something to uh, really sustain that for longer. I didn't really give myself any sort of wiggle room to uh, be able to adjust my life to uh, to re- uh, reduce sugar and fat. And I ended up um, eating more than anything else because... Uh, 
a couple months later, my asthma got really bad, ended up going uh, on a number of steroid treatments to open up my lungs. And that brought a lot of my cravings back uh, and put me back in the place where I was beforehand. Um, now, the, the asthma was something that was out of my control, but uh, the cravings uh, should have been more manageable than, uh, than anything else. But because I didn't really set a proper goal, proper target, and proper uh, schedule, I end up going back to some of those old habits. Some I still have today. Um, but it's something that I'm going to be working on for the rest of my life. Um, but I want everyone to think of something that they should or could be working on for the rest of their lives. Uh Pick something that's realistic and something that you can actually work on for a long period of time. Uh, and don't restrict yourselves to just one year. Uh, just like myself when it comes to body confidence, I'm not going to simply restrict myself to next year in being more confident with my body. I want uh, to be able to feel comfortable with myself every single day for the rest of my life. And I hope that you do too, everyone, because um, when it's all said and done, I hope that everyone is able to find their place, find their place in their life. And I want them to, I want everyone to feel that they feel good about themselves. Whether it is about the, their set of mind, whether it is about their physical selves, I want everyone to feel good about themselves. Because remember, it is okay for your body to look like this. And it is okay not to be okay. And it's okay to be able to work on yourself uh, just make sure that you're able to set something that's very realistic. Um, but with that in mind, I'm going to end the show here and now. Uh, but before I do, I'd like to wish everyone a happy new year and I will see you all on the podcast waves in 2022. And as I always say to end the show, live nude and be yourself. And this has been the Naked Nerd. Take care, everyone.